What's up, Fan Bros? This is your boy, DJ Ben Amin. And on this episode of Fan Bros Show, we talk about the Baltimore Uprising. Gollum is going to be in the Jungle Book. And Jared Leto as the Joker is now signed to Cash Money Records. Bling, bling! Welcome to the Fan Bros! The show where the bros are fans! Doodle! Welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans, or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. Wakanda's favorite DJ, also known as Ben Hameen Button and BB-8 Ben Hameen in the building tonight whoop, whoop. on the spaceship, the voice of the Urban Geek Fan Bros Show, which you are listening to now live, and I am joined by... Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Ahura of the Spaceship, the Stiletto Stunner, and the Black Russian. All righty. And returning from his sojourn to Europe is. Sojourn. Yeah, did I get from, that right? Or is that butchering? From Europe. <laughs> sojourn, you said sojourn to Europe. So yeah, he, returning yeah. from. From. Yeah, okay. All good. It's Kimsonian Space Ghost producer. A.K.A. Thalmus Rasulala. Look it up. Google it. Oh, gosh. You know what that's about. All righty. Because I don't. <laughs> Somebody Google it for me. You need to watch some black movies from the 70s, Tatiana. Oh. oh that right. exploitation stuff? Everything. Thalmus mm. is the man. Thalmus. All right. Well, how you doing, Kimsonian? Welcome back. Thank you, man. Chilling, trying to readjust. I have to admit, I have not listened to the show since I've been back or while I was away. Because every time, as soon as I try to listen, spoiler shit comes up. Mm, I tried to listen to the spoiler show, (laughs) and what the fuck happens, spoiler shit. I'm like, click, I can't listen to this shit. I got a lot of catching up to do, Ben, I mean. So basically, you didn't even get to hear our take on the spoilers and how we feel about spoilers. I I really tried, and then as soon as you said something, you were mad about some shit about Star Wars. Yep. And I was like, I can't even listen to this because I don't want to know what you think about a (laughs) non-spoiler because I don't even want to know... What you think about anything about Star Wars, I want to go see Star Wars with a clean slate. I don't want any information, pre-information in my head. I want every frame to be fresh. I want the sounds to be fresh. I don't want any tainted opinion about my Star Wars. So you haven't watched any trailers? I saw the trailer. I saw Ben crying as he watched the trailer. <laughs> I saw other people crying as they watched the trailer. I did not understand why we were crying. I was inside crying of appreciation and happiness and it is a badass fucking trailer and i'm a star wars fan forever that said uh i don't know why ben why were you crying i was crying because it was one of the greatest moments in a long time okay was it han and chewy crying or was it black stormtrooper crying can we dissect this a little it bit? It was Han and Chewie. Han and Chewie f- brought it all out, but it's just a combination so of So you everything. teared up by like yeah, it's 10 like, seconds in. Maybe like three seconds <laughs> in. As soon as I see the Star Destroyer crashed in the desert, it's, you it, it's like, up. okay, there's something gotcha. going on here. And then you had the Millennium Falcon flying through the tunnel. Right. You have this ill chrome stormtrooper showing up. You have a TIE fighter blasting away inside of another deck. I mean, a spaceport looking thing. Right. You have all this. You have this reveal of these stormtroopers turning around. You have the guy with the three-pronged lightsaber 
and right. then it goes to black. And then there's Han and Chewie. So that's when the full waterworks. That's when it's in. just like I can't take it anymore. And he's like, "We're home." And 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 Han. I mean, Harrison Ford actually acts. You know, he <laughs> he actually shows off a smile, like some emotion <laughs> on screen. Something he probably hasn't done since Indiana Jones. You know, it's like, wow. Like, okay, okay, okay we might be getting somewhere here. You know, we might be returning to the greatness. Gotcha. So, so it's that hope. So the thing was, I missed out on all that kind of stuff, and I'm piece by piece, I'm putting it together. So again, I cannot listen to the show if I'm not caught up. No, you can't. I'm yeah. conflicted because I want to be up to date with something that I'm involved with, <laughs> and I can't listen because you and Chico are saying shit that I can't listen to. But see, I think we've been pretty good about you know keeping out of the spoilers, you know, and not being very spoilerific, and that's what we were talking about on the spoiler episode. And this week, finally, after months of waiting. Age of Ultron drops. Mm-hmm. And I've done my best to avoid anything more at this point. I've seen the trailers. I haven't watched the last few uh, commercials because I don't want to see too much. I've already seen more than enough. You know, I've just glancing through various websites. The movie dropped in Europe already. All the reviews mm-hmm. are up for it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen headlines from, you know, reviews that made me like, I wish I hadn't read that headline. Our own review is up for it. Our own review is up for it, written by our own fan bro, Illoyc. Yeah. Yes, who has been... Wait, so Illoyc got to see the... Yes, he saw an advanced screening. Yes, he saw an advanced screening Tuesday night. He saw an advanced screening and he wrote the article and it's up. So I can't even check fanbros.com. I can't even check fanbros.com. You can check it. You act like you go to fanbros.com is the first thing, the, all the information is first there. No, you have to click on that specific article. To I don't read know what his headline is yet. Exactly. It says, exactly. The headline says review Age of Ultron. Okay, see, I got to make sure these things that? because, you know, you're, he has a tendency to throw some crazy ass headlines like, out there. I don't no. even want to know anything about what you're about the movie. <laughs> and that's fine, but no, I. I, I th- he ma- is very plain, and we we do that on the site. It says what it is. So if you click on it, you can say, "Oh, you spoiled me." No, you clicked on it. No, definitely. And I'm not clicking on it. I did, you know, retweet it and bid them up for writing the article. But like Kimsonian says, at this point, I don't even want to know. You retweeted me. It's good. Yeah, that's too much for me. Like I don't want to know. <laughs> well, people are gonna tweet that. I, because, I understand. Yeah, I, I, understand. I don't want to hear you. If you yeah. say it's good, then that means to you it's not great. And so I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but see, I don't want to. <laughs> exactly. And then, uh, and then exactly. the second part of that is when you tweet a social media thing like the Avengers, mm-hmm. other people will see that tweet, and mm-hmm. they might want to jump in and say something. And I freaking don't want to know and I, anything. I respect that, and I get you. The only thing I would say was if people decide they want to tweet, it's good, and say nothing more, that's on them. I don't, I don't think anything beyond that. However, if they tag you in the tweet, then we have a problem. Well, I was tagged in all these tweets. Particularly if you've been said, if you've said or put it out there that you don't want was Fanbros tagged or was Ben Hamin? Fanbros and DJ tagged, Ben Hamin. I was tagged on it as well. And then after I replied, Ellie, please don't tag me in these things. He goes on Facebook and tags me again in his review. Who? Illyc, the homie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's like what? Like please, at this point, folks. Leave me out of it unless I hit you up and be like, yo, what did you think of it? I'm on Twitter all day. Yeah. You know that. I'm always tweeting. If I say something like, yo, what y'all think of Avengers, right. Age of Ultron, then you can blast me with everything. But until then, let's keep it easy. We we keep it easy yeah. on the show. We don't spoil you I on the you. site. We don't spoil I'm... you on the show. You know, he did on Facebook. We, you know, posted a review on there and this group were both in, you know. 
And then I leave a comment like, if this motherfucker don't stop tagging me, was my comment. And I stop notifications. You know what this motherfucker <laughs> turns around and does? Leaves another comment talking about, spread this around. <laughs> like, he, nigga, if I he, spread he, it on my page, that means people are going to start commenting <laughs> on it. And no, people but, are going to start saying, yo, I saw it. But, yo, and, but yo ah. what's funny is that he can spread it around. All he has to do, I mean, he, he why, why, what do you have, like, what do you have that he doesn't have? More followers or whatever, or different followers. But Ben Hameen, right? Yeah. Not necessarily fan bros. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not spreading it, nigga. I don't want people reading this <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. I don't want people coming you on my page. You never say nigga. It's so for you to say it now. No, but with Illa, no, it's really different. Bad. It's different. No, I call him nigga you're all the time. Really mad. I can yeah. tell you're mad. I feel. Like, I guess I, like I, I think it's unreasonable to tell people, oh, they can't just be tweeting out. It's good or whatever they feel. However, I one, I do think people shouldn't be tagging other people, especially if they didn't request to be tagged on it to be like hey let me tell you what i thought like, i didn't ask you to offer your opinions <laughs> yes. but like i don't i didn't ask for that particularly for something that's brand new and for something that's anticipated and something that as a fan bro i've been talking about this for how long now now you're just gonna be like oh by the way bro this happens and that happens like don't tag me on that no i i'm i'm with you i'm i'm like don't even don't even talk about it for like two weeks, which is well, impossible. Well, people gonna talk about it. It's no, no, no. Right? I know, I know. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I have to shut my. Like, my boy was like, "Yo, you see American Sniper?" I was like, "No, don't tell me anything about it." He goes, "It's based on a true story." I said, "I told you not to tell me anything about <laughs> see, now it." Now that that's just being a dickhead because uh, you someone told you outright, "Don't tell me anymore." And they kept I don't want to know. No, but no, but like, basically, that's not right. But, but <laughs> I guess that person felt that sharing the fact that it was a true story is like not a spoiler. But once someone tells you, say you say one thing to someone, and they tell you, "Okay, please don't tell me anymore." That means exit that particular conversation, start up a different conversation or stop talking to that person. We got to come don't up with Don't keep like, on going and then yeah. argue about what constitutes a spoiler cuz while what LOYC said wasn't necessarily a spoiler, you know, good, bad, whatever, the fact is that it's more information about it that you may not want to hear, particularly because you know this guy in real life. Yes. And you know his taste and you know how this person feels yes. about different things. So that makes it even worse. Yes. So that's another thing for, for everyone listening out there, like especially if it's friends, you got to be respectful because honestly, that's kind of disrespectful to just be like, well, this is my penis. What I thought about I'm like, all right, no, thank you. And you just keep on going. Yes. That's not right. Thank you. Shout outs to Illa YC. I Review, love you still, Illa. Yeah, of course. Review up on fanbros.com. If y'all have seen it already, y'all can read it. If you want a good review that's probably pretty non spoilerific, go ahead and read it. I'm chilling on that. <laughs> I, I got two more weeks, man. I got to catch up. Most definitely. What else is going on, Tatiana? Um, What's not going on this week in the N word besides Jet? Oof. Oof. Yeah. This particular. Like everything has always hit me hard uh, since the beginning of really this big movement cycle, whatever you want to call it. This particular one also hits me hard mm. because I have family, as you as you all guys will know, the Baltimore um, uprising. I have family, like straight up and down family in Baltimore, like the heart of the city, outside of the city, around the city, in the county. So like to... Be, to talk to family members, my uncle, for instance, he lives a couple blocks down from Lexington Market, so he was in the middle of all that. And he recount, recounted his story about how he had to walk from um, the metro station because obviously there was no metros running. And young kids, like preteens, like not even teenagers, was like running past him with bricks and all sorts of stuff and just 
doing whatever they were doing, but running past him as if the, he wasn't even there, like he was a ghost. And for an adult, particularly of his of his age and, and, and nature, that's weird for him, like to not even be acknowledged by like your own people, and like and then to see them just like running towards this all this chaos and stuff. So hearing that was crazy because I'm concerned about his safety. I have a cousin that works in the Baltimore City uh, public school system. So he has to deal with the kids and all that stuff that's happening and the fact that the schools got shut down. And I don't know how they handle that with teachers. Like, do they even get paid and stuff like that? I don't know. So this whole thing is like a big-ass mess. And this is really because we don't – we have still have no answers about what happened to Freddie. Like, what happened? And who and when are things are going to – are people going to be held responsible for it, if ever? Yeah, if ever. And it's just like I was having to, I've been having this discussion all day on Twitter, on on social media in general, in my chat groups and all my friends. We've all been discussing this. And one thing that I do want to say is like I was really so amazed and happy to see Baltimore Uprising being the number one hashtag on Twitter today and not Baltimore riots, not, you know, riots in Baltimore. None of that, because it. It always the the problem I always have is the victim blaming is that people immediately jump up and say, oh, my God, they burned down a CVS. They burned down a shoe store. You know, they're burning down their own neighborhoods. But the real issue is that not only are these really not our neighborhoods, these are communities that for the most part we've been placed into with limited resources at our disposal that are pretty much, you know, sucking the lifeblood out of their own community that it's supposed to protect and serve and, you know, help raise up. So I don't really have, like, I feel bad for, you know, a dude who's worked his whole life to build up this shoe store and it gets burned down. But you also have insurance. There is no insurance for what happened to Freddie Gray. There's no insurance on life. Yeah. There's Once no- you're dead, you're dead. There's no Lazarus pit. There's nothing. You're, you're done. And that's, I, I, I see it from both sides. I see people when they say they don't under, like, they, they would not, they don't condone the, the, the violence. I don't condone the violence either. At the same time, I 100% understand where it's coming from. I I 100% understand the anger and the feelings behind it. Like it's crazy. And I don't understand why people don't don't get that you can see both sides of the situation and still be right. Like it is okay. Like and that towards your point Ben, I mean, these communities have been in shambles for decades. Like the stuff that has been burnt out from from t- 10 20 years ago and it's still like that. And there's been no accountability, there's been no resources, there's been nothing. No type of assistance whatsoever poured into these communities. And then the minute your CVS gets burnt down, oh, we got to do something. First of all, who gives a shit about an inanimate object of a, a I don't care if like I really don't. It's about the lives that there black lives matter. It's about Freddie. It's about the people who are facing these injustices and facing the impression. I, I, I feel like if people can just get to the point of the matter and stop clouding the judgment and the understanding, we would be in a better place. But that's not how the way the world works. Yo, I totally agree with you, Tatiana. And I'm going to say something like really off the cuff and probably really retarded. So excuse me ahead of time. Spoiler alert. But did you guys notice that the Baltimore Police Department is really struggle? Like the way, like, did you guys see the Ferguson riot gear? And did you see the comparison to Baltimore? Can that is ridiculous? I like, didn't even. I didn't well, notice. Well, maybe, maybe it was that. Maybe from what you saw, but honestly, Baltimore actually has gear. 
Baltimore is geared up beyond what you would normally see. Now, maybe you the saw stuff it, that I saw from the past couple of days. Okay, they might not have deployed. Maybe right, what they, they have, have. deployed so, what they have. They have. Oh, trust, trust that. you me. They have <laughs> military grade equipment. This is well, before the National Guard came in. So that okay, right? Well, National Guard is a whole different no, thing. right. But when I'm but but to, I was looking at because I. Ferguson and them had those tanks. There is not a police department in Be- this country Baltimore, right now that is right, not right, overfunded that and oversupplied. Baltimore City Police has military-grade equipment, including tanks, including LRADs and all that other stuff. They have it all. You may, Like he said, it may not have been deployed by the, when, when you were looking, but they have it. They're using a smarter tactic. They saw Ferguson. They're not going to deploy everything they have because that turns the public against them <laughs> e- even more. So okay. they're trying to do you know as peacefully as possible. But like I say, my main issue right now is I do not want, you know, victim blaming. I do not want people running around talking about, you know, what are we doing instead of talking about, you know, like um, Tim Wise had a great post on Twitter and Instagram today where he said that, you know, you can't, like people say that, you know, you want justice and, you know, why are they rioting? And he's like, if we had justice, there would be no riots in quotation marks. You know, that's the problem. People are looking at the effect and not at the cause. And I'm really, it's disturbing to see people like so angry mm-hmm. at the effect mm-hmm. when it's a very small effect. The cause, the cause is, is more a important. huge, you know, 400 plus year thing that you can't just deal with by saying, oh my God, they burned down a CVS. Oh, yeah. you know, and it's like, you know, oh, like the, my, I was arguing today, I'm going to wrap this up real quick, but you know, someone's like, oh, he spent his whole life building up this shoe store. And I'm like, well, what happened? It's a fucking shoe store for one. Sorry, dude, who owns it. But the second part of that is when black people have actually done something economically that makes a difference. Like when we built up Black Wall Street, what happened? They came in and murdered everyone. They burned babies in the street. No one was even ever tried. So you can't sit there and think that because if you make economic change, that the powers that be, that systemic racism is going to allow that to happen. You have to look at the cause of things. The cause is systemic racism. Until you address that, I don't give a about any effect that happens, really. I'm sorry. War is ugly. Revolution is not going to be easy. And it ain't going to be quiet and simple and pretty and nice either. So, I, I agree with you. And, in fact, um, Ta-Nehisi Coates, Ta-Nehisi Coates, he actually wrote a very moving piece um, about everything happening right now in the Atlantic. Uh, and it's it's like you, you hear all this logic and understanding and all of this stuff that's being permeated throughout the internet and twitter and social media and everything and it's so it's like the people who really need to hear it and really need to take heed to it it just goes right over their heads and that is a problem that is an issue it's like that's the thing like i feel even with fan show we you know we reach a wide array of people but also feel like we reach you know we're preaching to the con i mean converted already you have to and how to reach the others you know how to reach the people in power is the question how to reach the people on the street is the question like yeah. both of these people need to be reached and there needs to be drastic change at both ends but you know how to reach them and what do you replace this system with like someone hit me on twitter like i'll oh, be burning this whole thing down and i'm like what does that do like you know then what are you going to replace it with well you know someone a few people well, not even someone but many people actually said this tweeted in regards to this and 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 i kind of felt what they were saying they were like well if i die in that type of circumstances say that was you mm-hmm. how would you want people to react wow that's a good one and- because and all of them said 
Hell yeah, I want to write. I will want, and, and not the aspect of looting and all that stuff, but the fact that it is an uprising of a people of against an oppressor, yeah. and the fact that you're 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 making some form of action. Now, would you, in that context, would you want? I mean, I'd want it in any context. Okay. You know, I don't believe that. You know, I believe that there's a place and time for peaceful protest, and I believe there's a place and time for action. And you know, I don't. It, the difference is like when people riot after a football game versus somebody rioting over someone being killed. Like, you know, and when people ride over a football game, it's the National Guard doesn't get called in. Or if they do, it's all, it's just a bunch of people being rowdy or yeah, drunk. Yeah. It's not ever what it is. It's never called what it is. And yeah. and that's another hard thing about all, all of this stuff that's happening all over the country is because it is an atrocity of language also the language that people use the language that the baltimore mayor used calling people outside out there thugs which is cold for the n-word so like and and the mayor is a black woman and so uh, someone how do you reach the power how do you get past that like it's just it just boggles the mind for anybody who's interested in reading that tanahasi coates article it's called Nonviolence as compliance and again it's on the atlantic.com shout out what up mr coates Fan bros extraordinaire. Mm. All right, well, we got a huge show as always ahead of us. Much more to discuss, many more topics. So we're gonna take a quick break right here and we'll be right back with more fan bros. Hey everyone, this is Kate Fury, host of The Read on Loudspeakers. And I just want to let you all know that when I'm not worshiping Beyonce and drinking Hennessy, I'm listening to Fan Bros because it's amazing. So get you a piece and enjoy your life. And welcome back, Fan Bros. Hope you've been enjoying this episode of Fan Bros Show. It's your boy DJ Ben Hameen on the voice of the Urban Geek. And man, the internets have been going crazy over the past week. I'm just amazed we didn't even talk about this on special delivery this week. We were too busy, you know, discussing all the great TV shows that happened. But the Suicide Squad movie has revealed its Joker. Jared Leto has, you know, we all know he's been cast. Mm -hmm. But on the 75th anniversary of Joker this week, they revealed a pic to Instagram that caused the Internet to explode. I argued over this pic, you know, just geez. Swear to God, sometimes I feel like I just waste too much time arguing about stuff on the Internet that, you know, won't matter in a couple days. But I did it. I did it for you all. So... (laughs) The internet's been going crazy because the picture of Jared Leto, you know, shows him in covered in tattoos, uh, with grills in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, wearing one purple glove. One purple glove. Green mohawk hair. And, gel down. And no shirt, so you can see his chest covered. He has what appears to be something like a Tupac belly tattoo mm-hmm. that he you has can't all read. Sorts of he has ha 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 in the um, um yeah. killing joke font. Uh, on one side, he has the Joker face on the a other. Jester, a jester, a scroll jester, jester face. Yeah, scroll yeah. jester. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I thought it it was doing too much. Like I think it was trying too hard. The damage on his forehead was the one that was like to me. He has damage written on. I his didn't forehead. even notice because it was just so much going on. Yeah, that's the one that made me like I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I again, I just think they were possibly trying too hard. Some people said, well, this harkens back to. Um, 
Frank Miller's version. Yeah, the Frank Miller's from uh, All Star Batman. Right. Joker is covered in tattoos, but right. they were more, you know, like Oriental. He had a dragon. It right. I remember so the dragon. Insane. Yeah. yeah it, it, at least it served a purpose. Whereas this is just like, oh, let's tag this guy up with as many Joker references as possible. Yep. And, and so you know, if you didn't know before, this is the Joker. Like, I. I don't think they needed to go that hard in terms of all the extra aesthetics because first of all, Jared Leto is a very good actor, yep. and he can he he I believe he's able to express the essence of the Joker without having to re- go back to gold and grills and all this weird, honestly, just weird shit. And, and in fact, in fact, Ty the Robot like basically saw uh, RT this picture about him and his Cash Money Records uh, <laughs> album, album cover. cover. That was amazing. <laughs> Because well, it, it just it was just over the top ridiculous. At, you know, at the same time, he doesn't look bad per se. No, and uh, also I, I remembered he had a tattoo under his eye. I'm not sure yeah. if it was a little crowbar uh, or a tear. Crowbar. If they'd done a crowbar under his eye, that would have been like the greatest comic book reference ever. But you know, this internet uh, picture blew up for a few days. Everyone argued back and forth over whether it was good or not, whether Lido was worth it. And then today on or yesterday on certain sites, I saw. People have been revealing more set pics and actual shooting, you know, from the set. And in those, Leto still looks the same but has no tattoos and no grills. Well, and it should stay that way. So the thing is, people are saying now that the picture was released just to do that, just to get everyone talking about the movie, which it damn sure did. Which is what they do. That's a that's a traditional tactic. So yeah, it makes so, sense. So, you know, if they did, hats off to them because that was a genius move. Mm-hmm. And I'm still behind it, you know, just like I'm behind Ben Affleck as Batman. So. I, I would like to, oh, God, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I, I want to see Will Smith, to be honest with Definitely. you. Definitely. I That's can't wait to see Will like, Smith. That's who I'm, like, really interested in seeing. I, I'm also interested in seeing um, Homegirl as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Because um, I know she could she could tear that. Definitely. She, she could tear, tear that all up. up. Yeah. yeah. And I also want to see, they. I've been confused whether it's Hoyt from True Blood or um, Joe Magn, Magn, whatever. Magniello. Yeah. <laughs> From who uh, is playing um, Slade Mangiello, Wilson, something, something like that. Know. Yeah, uh, something that is thin. I'm not sure who's playing Slade Wilson because it's been you know it's going back and forth. Late, lastly, I heard it is Joe and uh, Hoyt from True Blood will be playing the Joker's henchman. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Hoyt always comes off as more of a henchman to me, never like the guy. Yeah, he doesn't. But you never know. You know, I like him as Hoyt, so you never know. He might be able to you know extend his range and be. But I can't see him as Slade. Now Joe is Slade. That'll be ill. That's pretty crazy. We're gonna we're gonna look this up. All right, we'll check that out. Anybody excited about Jason Momoa playing Aquaman? I, I know we mentioned this like years ago, but yeah, he's getting a lot of lately. At, what is it? The C two E two convention. Uh, convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he spoke and he just talked about how in love he is with the role. And uh-huh. Right. I mean, and then about a month or so ago, we saw the promo picture of yep. him in the whole outfit. I like it. I think he's yeah. a good choice overall. I, I, I'm 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 not opposed to it. I definitely would like to see how he does. I still think of him as Cal Drogo. I, I like him on an aesthetic level, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely interested in seeing That's more cool. of him. More of yeah, him. in any role. Yeah, yeah. Tatiana would let him play Drake in a movie. Just no, no worries. Like, you know. I mean, he's, like, a, he's great pretty. casting choice there. You know, <laughs> right on the money, producers. He's, he's kind of pretty, so I, yeah. But 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 yeah. To your point, um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be though. If if they go the direction, I think they're going it. If they go like the fighting game version of Aquaman, 
then yeah, then it'll be fine. Like I, injustice. Yeah, so. the thing is, I'm not even really worried about Aquaman or Wonder Woman because I feel like they're gonna have like two seconds of film screen in this You're movie. You're not worried you know? about Wonder Woman, especially with all the directors dropping and coming up. And oh no, not Wonder Woman. I'm talking about Wonder Woman in the movie. Oh, in the movie. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Like, not not yeah. her standalone movie. Oh, I'm not. That, I'm, I'm not worried about that even happening because. Yeah, we'll see. But no, but so this is a good point. <laughs> There's a whole thing about some characters don't need a standalone movie, yeah. and some characters fare better in a group movie, right? So yep. we have DC mm-hmm. and Marvel releasing these two kind of, we, right? We have the Avengers, which is kind of killing the game right now, and then so now Dawn of Justice is coming out, and assuming that there's going to be a Justice League kind of thing, and it's, what is it, Suicide Squad? Anyway, all these things. Does Aquaman deserve his own movie? Doubtful. I've never been an Aquaman fan, hard body like that. So I, I was just like, why? I yeah. mean, but I like Jason Momoa. But <laughs> minus Jason Momoa, <laughs> I, Aquaman himself, there's going to be lots of people who disagree with me, but I just didn't care to see him be uh-uh. like pushed that hard. I, I need didn't. to see a Wonder Woman movie far before I need to see an yeah. Aquaman movie. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and I just feel like there's so many other choices, that viable choices, as you mentioned, Wonder Woman, and people who, or characters who haven't really been touched that have a huge fan base that, for whatever reason, are always relegated to the side or will appear on a movie with 30 other people and it's just like a cameo or something like that. Well, just because they're popular in comics doesn't guarantee that a movie will work. Cause Definitely. Like, right. Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy works because it's a team movie, right? Like, yeah. Yep. But... I, I'm I'm just I'm just wondering because sometimes I feel like everybody gets hyped, especially if you come from the comic books. You want to see, you know, a Nova movie, for example, like yeah. the Nova, the Nova Corps and Guardians. I was like, oh, this is I'm gonna see Nova. Yep. Then I'm like, do I really need to see a Nova movie? Yeah, that's the thing. See that, and, and Tanahasi once again, you know, made a good point about this on the show one time when he was like, not everything needs to be translated to a movie. Just like you're saying, not everyone needs their own solo movie. I agree. And, yeah. And, and like like the Thor movies are utterly ridiculous. They could have taken the money from the Thor movies not, and made three like Black Panther, Panther movies. Yeah. Mid now. mid joint black <laughs> Thor movies are not that good. A lot of as you mentioned, and Thor is a perfect example of something not translating well to film. And I don't know if it's just you can't blame effects and all that other stuff. You saw Guardians of the Galaxy; they took this really radical idea that a lot of people don't even understand or know of and made it happen. So it's not that it, it, I just think that just was not done well. And as you said, they could have used those resources elsewhere. But some things are better left on the paper. Some things, when, when you do like live action adaptation, some things are better left as animation or on in the books. I don't think it, everything has to be thrown on screen as a cinematic. Um, um, project. Yeah, and speaking about live action uh, adaptations, mm. how do you feel about this uh, Jungle Book remake? <laughs> Which one? Oh, there's two. There's two. It, like it was a few days ago, they uh, it was kind of announced that Andy Circus is going to be directing and uh, be one of the stars. I mean, of course he is. Right. So, so this is <laughs> so so this is the first. Uh, uh, one. This is the live action adaptation with um, him. It's a few other people. We'll talk. Go into that later. But this is supposed to be more of a dark, darker take on the Jungle Book. Andy Serkis. Not that. The, yeah, Andy Serkis. And this, the Jungle Book. I mean, I, although it, it's it, it has a limit because it's still a kids movie, the original cartoon. It is kind of also dark. Mm-hmm. It has dark undertones. Whereas this is probably just going to be outright like. Smeagol Gollum type stuff, like <laughs> so. So I, I, I think that you know, I have no qualms about that. Then there's going to be the Disney 
um, reboot. And I'm not quite sure if that means another live action or just another cartoon version. But the cool thing about the Disney one is Idris Elba and uh, Lupita Nyong'o are going to be in it. Oh. And Idris is going to voice Shere Khan. Very nice. So Refresh my memory. Which character the is The tiger. That? Okay. Thank you. So, Thank you for not saying the ape. No, no. I think... <laughs> Tyler the robot said the same thing. I don't. I don't think they made any black people any of the apes for please obvious God. reasons. So, Unless everyone in the movie is black, like please don't make the apes black. No, I don't. I don't think they 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 went that Lord of mercy. ridiculous. But Babu, yeah, Babu. Babu. I knew his name too, but yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I mean, yeah, that's dope. I, I mean, Andy Serkis as a director. That's you know, might be his first film that I know about as a it's director. It's his first. It's his debut as a director. Okay, so yeah. you know, and he's definitely you know a good actor. We'll be seeing him this Friday in Age of Ultron. See how he actually does without a motion capture suit. You know, and, you know he's gonna be dope. Yeah, definitely. You know, when it, uh, do you know any Andy Serkis stuff that you didn't like? Well, his particular performances that you didn't like? Nah, King Kong. I mean, the movie's terrible. No, not no, the no, movie, no, 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 his wait. performance. Not his performance as King Kong. Andy Serkis is in King Kong as a dude. He yeah, is? he is. Yeah. He, is? he gets murked off. Does, gets doesn't King Kong murk him off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I just, in, I just yeah. saw it recently, and King Kong murked him off. His performance as King wait, Kong Wait, the one with Naomi dope, Watts? King yeah. Kong? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, the racist, terrible one. Uh, yeah, no that's wonder. right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, also revealed this week was Nightcrawler. You know, we were speaking about team movies and whatnot, and the new X-Men Age of Apocalypse is coming out. Nightcrawler, I'm not sure the actor's uh, real name, but they revealed his look and image. He's supposed to be 18 years old, younger version of the Nightcrawler that so we Nightcrawler saw. So Nightcrawler as in Kurt, not Jake Gyllenhaal, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, you got to make that distinction now. <laughs> because I tell you, when I when, when Jake Gyllenhaal's movie first came out and I knew nothing about it, I was like, they're making an actual... <laughs> like, I, I really thought that. And you were like, this guy doesn't need a solo movie. Right, so, okay. Yeah. Nightcrawler right. definitely doesn't need a solo movie. No, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Nightcrawler, I would like to see play through, like, a series of movies, though. If he could join me the too. X-Men... Me too, me oh too. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. I think after... To Prince of Persia, he kind of hung it up for the, uh, with the, the big budget, <laughs> with the big budget superhero <laughs> type stuff. I would have too, but yeah, the Nightcrawler image was revealed. They say that he'll be a younger version, you know, more. Um, I guess the one in the X Two is pretty close to the comics, yeah. but more like the swashbuckling Kurt Wagner, you know, happy go lucky instead of the dark brooding Kurt Wagner, you know. Okay, so yeah. So I mean, younger. there's two sides of the Nightcrawler. Both yeah. of them are portrayed in the comics, so. This time they're going to go for more of the action adventure, you know, Nightcrawler. Makes sense. Yeah, so they're they trying to they trying to blend him in with the rest of of everything of, else going on of the young Edsman, whatever. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I didn't. You know, I wasn't really mad at it. It looked pretty good. How did you feel about this Attack on Titan trailer, though, Tatiana? Since we know that this is your shiznit. Yeah, um, I'm a huge anime fan. I say this all the time, and I'm also a huge Attack on Titan fan. Um, I've read all the manga. I'm waiting for season two, which would be forever. I did see the live action adaptation, and for anyone who's seen any live action adaptation of Japanese um, anime, it's all pretty much the same. Like they typically they take a lot of the actual scenes, or or like damn near. Um, identical scenes from either the book or the or the anime, and then um, recreate it in in CG, uh, live action, explosions, fire, brimstone, all that other stuff. So, in terms of does it give you a sense of scale? And there's a, a giant hundred meter titan attacking a town and eating people. Absolutely. So they did that right. 
Um, it's just really quick flashes and clips of of the Titans running around, grabbing people, eating people, of the um, the people running around with their gear, 3D maneuvering gear. So it's it's pretty much exactly like what you've seen on, on the um, animated version. So it's not anything brand new in that, right? But there are new characters that haven't you haven't even seen in either of the of the medium. So I, I, I don't know where they came from, but apparently you can just add new characters to a live action versions and, I mean, and it'll be fine. Not? I mean, they're probably going to get eaten anyway, so it wouldn't <laughs> even matter. Um, <laughs> for someone like, like for instance, um, if you, you ever uh, watched death note? No. Okay. Well, they, they had a couple of live action or two or three live action movies and it's pretty much like tit for tat. Like the people, the, just, the same thing. It's same just that thing. the stuff that's more um, wild or fantasy like, like if there's like some type of random animal that doesn't exist or monster or whatever, it's all CG. Okay. And they they've done the same here. Yeah. I so like, so in that way, it looks good. Yeah, I've never watched Attack on Titan. I know tear me apart on Twitter and Instagram. All you have that good no stuff. excuse because it's on every. It, it's, it's on Netflix. Tsunami, uh, Netflix. Come on, man. I know, I know. I tried one day and I just you know it didn't get me. I'm sorry, but you know I, I did watch the trailer. It looked interesting. I'll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably not see this either, but you know. <laughs> that's all that he's see it. <laughs> but you know, it looked cool. I'm, I wasn't mad at it. All right. Definitely. I, I would say if, if if no one's ever read any of the books, I, I believe from what it seems like from the trailer that it will just give you the, basically the same overview. So you want you will, basically saying you don't have to have any background information about it. You can probably see this movie and then get understand what's going on. All right. Cool. Yep. Um. Kim Sonian, yes, what you ma'am. said earlier about groups versus um, individual movies, that's, yeah. that's actually a very intriguing question because I'm curious as what you feel about this, Ben, I mean, well, everyone really. Um, do you think it's like more powerful when we have these big ensemble cast movies like the Suicide Squad movie coming up or when you have like individual movies like Wonder Woman? That's a good question. I think, like, that was my thing about Avengers and what made Avengers so great to me was that the fact that you had all these individual movies, you know, where they each got their own shine, and then they get together in Avengers, and it still give each character a chance to shine, but it managed for them all to be on screen at once and, you know, combine, doing, you know, using their powers together, reacting to each other, different things like that. And that was just so mind-blowing to me. So, I don't know. It's really tough for me to say because I can't really top. I can't think of any solo superhero film that made me feel like Avengers did. I even think Guardians of the Galaxy is right up there. Yeah. But then also, sure. you know, Captain America: Winter Soldier is one of my favorites. And Winter Soldier is. Yeah, I like. So the one thing I want to say though is like in reference to the comics, it's all about scale. When you have these big groups, the enemy that they're fighting is usually much grander or a bigger threat, like to the world than when you would read the individual comics of these characters, right. for example. So, for, and you see that in the movies playing out. Daredevil, right, is Hell's, the Daredevil TV show, Netflix show, is Hell's Kitchen only, where they make reference to, 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 to the things. Avengers yeah. and stuff like that, but it's really just that. So in the Avengers, they're like saving the Earth from an alien invasion. And at the same time, what's great about the, the Avengers movies, what Ben's talking about, is like you see the interplay of the the highest, like each character has their strength, but when you put them together and when they work in tandem together, you see like how great they can be. Yeah. Mm. The one thing is when they're separated by themselves, you're seeing how weak they can be. Mm. 
You're seeing how weak a character can be to overcome their weakness and then become their full potential. Like in an Avengers movie, you really don't have the time to go into each person's weakness. No, and you don't need it. And you don't don't need it. And basically you don't need need it. it. You You need the group's weakness to be shown somehow. But, like, you can't just have one person kind of brooding. and, and Yeah, kind of no, but I thought that was what was so great about Avengers. It showed you, like, it brought them all together, and it also showed you why they were weak and right. what made them, you know, overcome that weakness to join together as a team. And then once they did, they're just unstoppable, and that's right. what, you know, mm-hmm. makes them the Avengers, and they're, you know, Earth's mightiest heroes. So it, it was perfect. This new movie better be good, God damn it. <laughs> Horror. Just don't tell me about yeah, it. Just don't I'm tell see- me. I'm not seeing it, it this weekend. Don't, don't so talk don't to me. me. Don't, don't talk, talk to me about it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros Show. What's up, Internet? This is Chico Leo. You want to follow Fan Bros on SoundCloud, like us on Facebook, and subscribe on iTunes, Chico. Exactly. Word up. Thanks for saying that, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, fan bros. I know you've been enjoying this episode because it's awesome. It's your boy DJ Ben Hameen on the voice of the Urban Geek. And it's time for our new segment here, Questions of the Week. Actually, not a new segment, but we're bringing it back. We still it's don't a have new a new old segment. Yeah, and we still don't have a name for it. It used to be, you know. Uh, Ask the fan. Well, it used to be a, a, a fan, fan woes. woes. But then. We had to abandon that because Drake, Drake. Drake, Drake stole the word woes. And yeah. We're not, we not, yeah, we're not about that. So, um,. Ask the fan bros. That's the second Drake reference on this show. That might be a There's record. There's always Drake references on the show. It's like a freaking conspiracy. That's True. Tatiana crowbarring no. that joint in. No, that's my fandom for Drake. That's my yeah. standing for Drake yeah. showing up as usual. Well, anyway, you know, that's what we need. We do need a name for this segment so you can help us out. But right now it's Ask the Fan Bros time. And Tatiana, what is our first question? I'm going to go with the one from, uh, and pardon me if I'm not saying your handle right, but Jar. Jardoism or Jardoism? I think it's Jardoism. Jardoism. Why aren't there any secret identities in comics anymore? That's a good question. And I don't think that really applies to every comic. Like, it, uh, maybe some more to mainstream. Like, Tony Stark is definitely revealed. Uh, Daredevil was tried to be outed, but he denied it. Tony Stark puts himself out there. It's not yeah. really a reveal. He's always put himself that's, out there. And especially since the movie, that's been like the role yeah. with him. Uh, I'm not sure about Captain America right now. I think people don't know that he's Steve Rogers. Is Batman still secret? Oh yeah, Batman's yeah. still secret. Uh, Superman, I don't know what's going I'm pretty sure that people don't know he's Clark Kent right now. Right. I, I still think after all these years, you really don't see the resemblance. <laughs> Homeboy got like some Kanye shutter shades on and you can't <laughs> tell that is him don't you see this coat yeah like you 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 really can't see that is the don't same you see guy this cape? it's like someone standing like you know you're saying okay let's play hide and go seek and they stand behind the sign or a tree the same spot and it's like i can see your arm i, I know it's yeah, you yeah so i don't know if there are secret and i mean if why aren't there any secret identities i think if you're talking about the ones who have been revealed i think for the most part it comes down to, like, logic and people um, growing with the times. Like, you know, 50 years ago, you could say Superman wears glasses and nobody can figure it out. 
But nowadays, people are like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. you know, 50 years of that, you know, it doesn't work with cell phones, with right. everything else. So right. I think that's more of a reaction to the times. That I, I agree with you. Yeah, and, and while comic books are their own universe and their own entity, a lot of times they pull in real world stuff. So if we're talking about real world stuff, you're you're now in 2015 where you can pretty much find anyone, anywhere, find out information about them, Google, Twitter, everything. So I think like with the advent of of really powerful social media tools, you would always be able to or almost always be able to figure out who was who anyway. So in as you mentioned, sign of the times that why like you don't except for like maybe Batman, like really the hardcore you'll never know who I really am people. Yeah, I think Daredevil handled that pretty good though. Yeah. Daredevil was one of the best runs Daredevil handled ever that very well. When he walking around wearing the shirt uh, I am not right. Daredevil. But see, that one was a was was a big like you really can't tell who this cat is because to me his even his gait, his demeanor, the way even slightly the way he talked was different from when he was Daredevil versus when he was Oh, you're just, talking about in the TV show. I'm talking about the TV show. I'm talking about the TV show. I'm talking about the TV show. Yeah. Yep. When he was Daredevil versus when he was just walking around uh, with the man in the black mask. The man, yeah. I think that's like one of the best ones ever is the fact that he's blind. And it's like, <laughs> like he said on the show, no one suspects the blind guy. Like, you know, when they're using him as drug dealers, whatever, like yeah. you're not going to suspect that this blind guy can turn around and be Daredevil. So that's just like one of the best secret identities ever right there because it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Now that actually works with the times. Like you said, it's using, it's it's perpetuating yeah. a typical stereotype, if you will, of what people expect or don't expect. Of a blind person. Uh, exactly. Yeah, definitely. While in the comic books, he was revealed as Daredevil. I can't remember. I think it might have been Kingpin who outed him. And basically uh, yeah. Matt Murdock as a lawyer, you know, they revealed it. So Matt Murdock would be walking around with a shirt saying, I'm not Daredevil. And he, like, sued the newspaper that revealed it. I saw the cartoon about that. Yeah, (laughs) so, you know, that was a great moment as well. But, you know, good question there. On to our next question. I'm going to get this one from The Rare Element. He says, how do I get my iPhone to upload music with the 54 error message? (laughs) And to you, my brother, I say the answer is, I'm going to look into my crystal ball. Google is your friend. <laughs> Word up. Great question there, Rare Element. What we got next, Tatiana? Um, yeah, I'm not answering you, dude. Um, <laughs> Milton D. Diaz. I'm, hopefully I said your name right. His question. Which are your favorite black supervillain or antagonist in comics or other media? Mm, very good one. Very good one. Tulsa Doom all day. Tulsa Doom. There Thulsa you go. That's Doom. a one. I'm not going to say Black Manta because he's definitely not. <laughs> Damn, Black Villains. That's a good one. You need time to think Show about enough. it. Show enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Show ahead. enough. Show enough? He's from Show enough? From, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. from. From Bruce Lee. From Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he is the villain. Oh, uh, yeah. He's yeah. actually a good Thulsa one. He's Doom. funny. So, 80s, 80s movies. Definitely have the best black oh, absolutely. Um, villains. Shout out to Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man. Simon Phoenix himself. Simon Phoenix. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites. That 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 to me is basically uh, Wesley Snipes playing the Joker. Oh, nice. Right, that was his. You know, that was his chance to be the Joker right there. I think. I mean, it's uh, well, I don't know if I can say this. It's not comic books, but um, Papa Pope and Scandal is the one of the best villains there you of go. like. The Gus year, Fringe. two years, three years. Gus, Gus Fring. Gus yeah. Fring. Yeah. Oof, oof, one of the best ever right there, Breaking Bad. So is it is it weird that there isn't so many in comic books? Though? You know, it's, it's, if it is, that is kind of hitting me right not, now. Yeah, it's not jumping out at me right away. Like Man Ape? You know, that's like, I think, you know it gets bad. Like yeah. when you think of black villains, black talent, um, like, you know, bro, no, um. Well, I was tweeting. Is Swamp Thing black? 
No, no. nope. He's a white dude under he's there. He's definitely uh, a white dude. He's a dude. hero. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I I was tweeting this about about this a few weeks ago, and I know he's not black, but I always thought he was black based on the way they shaded him in the WB version of the Superman series. Lex Luthor is quite brown in the Lex Superman series. Honestly, and I know, like I know the facts. I don't don't tweet me. I know the facts. I'm telling you, as a child till now, I still see him as black in my mind. Maybe though. he's North and, African. Yeah, he Maybe. definitely could be Egyptian in that joint. Yeah, he's definitely brownish in the WB uh, so, series. So if I'm going with that, I'm going to say Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. <laughs> brownish Lex, Lex Luthor. <laughs> brownish. Super tan Lex Luthor. <laughs> Damn, no, that's a good one, man. That is a great question. That's a great question. question because great question. you have really stumped me, and I've read comics all my life, and it's like I cannot think. I'm thinking of even from Milestone. Super villain and antagonist. Like, I mean, there weren't any great villains in Milestone that I can even think of. Edwin Alva, uh, Hardware's nemesis, and he's a white dude. So, like, there aren't even that many. Did Static Shock, Vir, Vir, did Virgil have any antagonists that were black? Uh, yeah, he did, but none. Of, I can't think of a Static Shock villain that made me, like, wow, you know, that's a great villain. I mean, the Blood Syndicate are, like, anti-heroes. Yeah. And Inferno, or whatever his name is, he he's definitely a villain. But he had a great miniseries for Milestone, too. But, um... Yeah. He stumped right there. Wow. I know there's got to be some more out there. And we're probably... There's definitely more out there. It's just that what have impacted us. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Darth Vader, you know, was always black to me until, you know, mm. that horrible mm. reveal. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, until my dreams were crushed. <laughs> the, the microwaved <laughs> face. <laughs> so, damn, that is a great question, man. Shout out to Milton D. Diaz on that one. That That's fantastic. Yeah, that was awesome. Because, you know, I'm going to have to pose that to the fan bros out there. Any fan bros, what is your favorite black or even people of color antagonists like con con thank you there we go con yes the original con the original con right 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 ricardo montalban not not benedict cumberbatch yeah whatever um yeah the original con definitely yeah con (laughs) yeah that con he was g he was og he had his chicks hanging out oh og OG to the fullest putting them damn worms in people's ears (laughs) oh my god that that messed me up so bad as a kid like that was way too much but, yeah, great question there. You know, if you have any more questions, make sure you tweet us. Hit us on Instagram at Show. You know, let us know who are your favorite people of color, villains, or antagonists, because I am damn sure stumped on that one. Mm. Great question there. All right, and moving on, I guess it's time for my favorite segment of the week. Or your second favorite segment of the week. Oh, okay. We're going to do second favorite? All right. Let's start it off like that then. <laughs> Tech Talk with Tatiana. And in this week, I'm going to go with, to me, the biggest news. There is a lot of shakeup and unrest happening at Konami right now. For those who don't know, Konami is one of the publishing houses that released the Metal Gear Solid uh, uh, games along with Silent Hill and many, many others. I'm stuttering because it's just like kind of flabbergasted about what's happening with this company right now. Um, everything kind of started going downhill back in mid-March. Um, and, and, and it was always, okay, to start it off, this was kind of always said before, but it was official that uh, Hideo Kojima, who is the developer, like, uh, man. Uh, like the man yeah. um, when it comes to Metal Gear, um, he said that he's going to leave after the next Metal Gear Solid game comes out, Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. 
Um, so that happened, and everyone's like, oh, my God, what's Konami going to do? We're going to have Dance Dance Revolution, and that's it. So, Y'all should see Tatiana's right, I'm worried just, I'm just in a whirlwind worry, dance right yeah. here. Um, so then that happened, um, and then, like, as time went on, as March went on, they're, like, suspending different things, like, suspending different stations that give out uh, information about the new games. They're, like, taking off Kojima's um, logos off of websites and stuff like that. Um, now there's talk that they said Silent Hill is not even coming out anymore. Like, they were working on developing the new Silent Hill game. They said that is done. It is not it's, – it's just – Done. Never, never to happen from from uh, from Konami. Um, and then it's just like, oh, Konami. Uh, yesterday, they actually voluntarily delist themselves from the New York Stock Exchange, which is wow, never a good thing. When, <laughs> like, it, when you're, 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 your your stock is that like low, you just like, you know what, man, like take us off the stock exchange. There ain't even no point in us even trying that that's a bad sign um and then they say that metal girl solid 5 is going to release september 1st of this year so once that happens uh hideo's gone um there is no silent hill game there's and presumably nothing else is happening so i this looks like konami is shuttering i'm not sure wow that is so crazy because I, i grew up on konami like that's crazy and i know the hype for metal gear is beyond like hype people have been talking about this you know, once again, another shout out to LOYC. I think that's his like most anticipated game in a long time. So damn. Well, and, and to to put more context behind them taking themselves off the New York Stock Exchange, uh, their under their logic was because they're really mostly traded in Japan and UK, and it's a money saving measure. So they feel like there's no reason to be to be here in NYSC. And I, like I said, I don't know what that means for the future of the company. Hopefully, they'll, they'll like you said, there's a classic, epic company and. Hopefully they'll be here. I mean, ain't that Contra? That's Contra. Wow. The Kon- I mean, the Konami code. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Like, what happened I'm to the code? I'm just trying to figure out what, is, what else are they releasing if they're not, if, if Metal Gear, this Metal Gear is the last, and then they're taking down Silent Hill, then what happens? Nothing good, folks. Mm. You know, speaking of another trailer for another really anticipated video game, though, Kimson, you gotta let me know. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but the Arkham, what is this Arkham? The final Arkham trailer for the final Arkham game. For the right. final Arkham game <laughs> dropped. I this, think this definitely needs to be the final. Arkham this is game. Arkham City. Time to move up. I think or Arkham World. What is this? Mm, City. I can't remember, man. They they keep coming. So many. Yeah. Um, but it's official, man. It's it's serious. It's like all out war. The city's on fire. Arkham Knights. Arkham Knight. Oh, that's right, Arkham Knight, because this brings in the Arkham Knight. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, looks good, man. I, I, you know, I'm not too deep into it, but from what I saw, it looks really, really good. A um, lot of the trailers, just you know, these trailers are just like movies, basically. Yeah, definitely. But you got uh, spoiler alert, I guess. But you can YouTube this stuff. Um, you got Nightwing and Robin. So is this Robin Damien? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it has to be. If if you have Nightwing, then you have to. It has to be Damien because the damn shit ain't gonna be no Jason Todd up in there. Yeah, I don't, you know, they, I mean, next, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not the Batman geek, uh, yeah. I, I just, I just thumped Kimson. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. But that's cool. <laughs> Who's Damien? <laughs> yeah, Damien is uh, Batman's cloned son, actually. And, oh, shoot. Yeah, it's, he, he's been robbing. He got killed in the comics and resurrected, but he's definitely one of my favorite characters of the last five uh, 
six years. He's featured in a new uh, Batman versus Robin animated feature. So it's probably him, actually. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure that's Damien. And Catwoman looks really dope, too. It just dope. Everything just looks really good. The gameplay looks really tight, and I'm sure there's, like, a lot of tricks and stuff. And Easter eggs galore. Easter eggs yeah. and all sorts of gadgets, I'm sure. It's just, it's great, though, man. It looks it looks really solid. I mean, definitely one of the most solid games, you know, in a long time. So I, you know, loved the last one. I'm definitely anticipating this one. Also, on that same front, I saw the Mad Max trailer for the Mad Max video game which uses the same combat system that Batman and my favorite game of last year, uh, Shadow of Mordor, uses. So it's going to have that same type of combat system where you'll be fighting, you know, people and bouncing and, and around. And the enemies are going to remember you? Are they oh, I don't know. Team? No, I don't think they've incorporated that yet. The, the Shadow of Mordor, the, um, okay. the Versus system, I can't remember what their name of Nemesis system. Nemesis system. Hasn't yes. been incorporated anything yet. It's more just a fighting style, but also, of course, since it's Mad Max, You'll be driving. There's a whole lot of driving. You'll be able to upgrade your car and, you know, add different weapons and stuff to it. So, Yo, Mad Max is going to be crazy. Yo, yeah. does it cover all the Mad Maxes or is it just No, the, it's based it's on, pure, the, on the newest one, Fury definitely, Road? yeah. Okay. But I'm sure they'll have, like, some skins, you know. I don't yeah, know if you'll be able to get to play tight. as Mel Gibson. Yeah, though. I'm it's saying tight. I want I want to be the little kid, the feral kid with the with the uh, with the boomerang, <laughs> take people out. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to incorporate some of that somehow. But definitely, the Mad Max trailer looks really good. So is that it for tech news, Tatiana? That is not it for tech news, but that is all I'm going to talk about on this. Episode. All right, you know, leave the fans in suspense <laughs> right there. <laughs> and now it's time for my favorite segment of the week, comics, comics I got. And uh, I gotta, you know, I normally just big up comics that I love, but I recommended this comic from Image a while ago. Like I recommend most Image comic books and Manifest Destiny. Um, I'm still loving the artwork, but I just feel like this book is slower than molasses. Like, it's probably on, like, issue 13, 14, 15 now, and just, I mean, stuff happens, but then it's just one of those books, like, God damn, yo, yeah, y'all could really pick up the pace on it. <laughs> so, you know, I think this is my first retraction ever, like, where I have to say, damn, I'm sorry, you know, like, if you're buying this book because of me, I... I don't know. Blame like I, Ben Amin. Yeah, blame Word. Ben Amin. Hashtag, Hashtag blame Word. Ben Amin. Because, like I say, I love it when it started. The art is still exceptional. But I just feel like the story is just not moving along fast enough. Manifest Destiny, for those who missed that episode, is about uh, Lewis and Clark coming to America, mm. but running into all kind of mythical creatures right. instead of, like, you know, just the normal, you know, world. I remember world. we were talking about this, yeah. And so it's like every issue there's a different mythical creature, and it's usually something gross and disgusting that kills off a couple of their men. And then they learn to deal with that and move on. And so it's just like been more and more monsters every issue. And it's, so they don't catch them. Like, oh, no, they're not trying been, to no, catch them no, all. No, they actually, ca they actually caught a little furry creature in this latest uh, uh, issue. And then... Do they have Pokeballs, too? Do they have what? Pokeballs. <laughs> are they like... That's what I'm... Like, no, they, no, they just threw them in a cage. They, they ain't like, got they, no Pokeball. Uh, they needed a Pokeball because then this thing's mother came along and ate up a few crew members. Damn. So yeah, it's like it's like the episodes like filled. I mean, the issues are filled with red shirts who just get murdered off every issue. Wait, are those white red shirts? Not to be racialist, but are there black people? Or are there any people? Of there color? are black people, and there's all Native Americans. So it's definitely a diverse cast. But and they're all red shirts. Yeah, well, the Native <laughs> Americans have except been, for have, Lewis and Clark. <laughs> yeah, except for Lewis and Clark and the Native American woman. Uh, I want to say she's uh, she's a Sa Sacagawea. Yeah, she is Sacagawea. Sacagawea. Oh, cool. Yeah, wow. so that's what I mean. It takes a lot of historical stuff, and that, like the more I'm talking about, it, I'm like, damn, this book is. 
dope. But at the same time, it's like just a little bit too slow. So like, but the art is so good. It it's kept me buying it. Damn it, I'm I'm about to recommend it again. <laughs> you just it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> to see this argument you're having with yourself, it's like and just Jekyll be like, and Hyde about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you know, that's a stupid idea. No, actually, I think that's a good idea. It's like smuggle, and it's like he's only talking to himself. And Kimson and I are just kind of looking at him like, all right, do your thing, bro. Yeah. All right, well, you know, in other comics, I cop news. This week is also Free Comic Book Day. This Saturday, it is going down. And the Fan Bros will be live at Bergen Street Comics. We'll be all over New York City, actually, you know, in many different comic stores. Mm. But we'll be, you know, doing a little hosting, showcasing at Bergen Street Comics. Might have some drinks, some free giveaways. You can meet and greet us all there. All kind of good stuff coming up. This kicks off Secret Wars. So definitely get to your comic store this Saturday. Get yourself a copy of Secret Wars because we will be discussing it in depth next week crazy all right well that's it for comments i copped and we're gonna take a quick break right here and we'll be right back with more fan bros this is nikki phillips and this is stacy strobel and we're not grading papers or saving polar bears we're listening to fan bros Welcome back to Fan Bros. We're about to wrap up this episode of Fan Bros Show. Hope you've been enjoying it as always. But before we get out of here, got some quick little news bites that we didn't get to mention during the show. A new Shredder was cast for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. He was played by Tohoro Masumi in the first film, but will now be played <laughs> by Brian T. from The Wolverine. You know which character he was in The Wolverine. Not that it matters because um, <laughs> the Shredder wasn't really like that much. Like I actually watched the um, latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. I did. It was actually fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was cute. You know, if yeah. I was like ten or eleven, it'd probably be great. Yeah. You know, so I'm not mad at the second one. I'm actually hyped though. I we didn't we this isn't in our news, but uh, what's his name? Um, Jesus, how can I not remember the great man's name? Medea himself. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry is yeah. playing Baxter Stockman yep. in a new one, which is a big moment for me because in the cartoon, Baxter Stockman was white. In the original comic book, Baxter Stockman is black, as is April O'Neil, a mm. fact that I've had to almost fight over because people were like, no, she's a white woman with red hair. Because I, I from the cartoon, that's how I know. I like, know that. You, you got you to gotta look at 90s babies and I stuff. Know, I know, I understand. But so folks know. in the original comic book, Baxter's black and April O'Neil's black. And I think did not know that. Yes, know your history, Tata. Yes, he actually April O'Neil looks like Lionel Richie in the comic book. <laughs> yeah, and I had a crush on her as a kid, so it's weird. You know, dancing on the ceiling. Very, very weird. Very weird. Hello. Here. Yeah. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? That's right. I'm looking for the black April O'Neil. <laughs> uh, holler, holler. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Tyler Perry, who I think is a great actor on the low, because his role in Gone Girl. Yo, my man killed Gone Girl. Well, I haven't seen Gone Girl, so I can't killed talk about Gone that. Girl. But I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous of him appearing in, like, all my favorite nerd movies. Like, he was in freaking Star Trek. He like, was. Like, he was in so Wasting many... space. Yeah, he was in so many things that I, like, I'm hold near and dear to my heart. So, to me, I'm just like, are you about to come in here and, like, F shit up? Like, what what are you about to do? I can see him playing a supervillain. <sighs> sure, <laughs> you know? 
He could be that black supervillain that we've been waiting exactly. for. Exactly. <laughs> no. But there's so no. much Medea. He carries so much Medea with him. It's hard, man. It's hard for me. Like that Alex Cross film. I, got, I wasn't mad do. at it, though. No, I was so mad at it. No. You can't know. I, yeah, exactly. I was almost as mad at that. I wasn't as mad as I was when uh, what's his name, when Morgan Freeman played him. Because neither of them dudes is Alex Cross to me, dog. If you've read them books, Alex Cross I did Cross read is, the books. Alex Cross is player. I don't see Morgan or, you know, what's the Tyler. Actually, but the thing is, those movies aren't Alex Cross movies. They're what's-her-name's movies. Yeah, but that's my those, problem. Those, yeah, those that's movies, my problem. Right. They're not about the player, pimp, Alex Cross but movie, I, okay. chasing down criminals. So you are going to cast the next Alex Cross movie without the Tyler Perry thing yet. And the producers say... We're gonna hire Tyler Perry to play Alex Cross. You I'm say, gonna fall out laughing. Exactly. <laughs> and yet they still made the movie. Yeah. And now he's in the teenage. But like Ninja I say, Thomas. after Gone Girl, I gained a new appreciation for him. I thought he was really good in Gone Girl. So I'm I'm gonna, you know, hold out hope for Bats of Stockman. No me gusta. All yeah. right. Well yeah, yeah. in other better casting news, yes. Viola Davis will be playing Harriet Tubman. An HBO biopic. Yes. So, uh, you know, sorry for those who don't want to see any more slave movies, but there's more coming. Ben, I mean. Ben, I mean. I want to see this one, though. But, yeah, so it's going to be a Harry Tubman biopic. Uh, Viola Davis is going to both star and co-executive produce this mm-hmm. uh, series. Oh, excuse me, this, this, this. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a series. Probably, Probably a mini-series, one, maybe mini-series. a one-off. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Um, um, so we'll get some more information as, as time goes on about um, when this is going to come out. But there's actually also two... Speaking of slave movies, there's actually uh, two projects about the Underground Railroad that are currently in play right now. Of course. Um, one of them, um, they say Kanye is reportedly like a musical consultant on it. Why not? And then the, <laughs> and then there's one that's going to be coming up on NBC that's actually produced by Stevie Wonder. Hmm. Jokes write themselves there, folks. I can't. I can't. I'm trying to be good today. Um, yeah, I'd rather see a Nat Turner, you know, biopic. Then, uh, oh, you'll never see that. Yeah. <laughs> there's one written, though. There yeah. was one written. There's Great a comic book. There. Great graphic novel. Great graphic novel, yeah. and there's a script out there, but it just never got made. Yeah, and I doubt it ever will. You'll, you'll but, you know, that's it. the closest we can get. Because I do, I like, you know, Kimson's asking me why do I want to see another slave movie after hating on 12 Year Old Slave. But I like Harriet Tubman because, you know, she had a line that I always loved that, you know, I freed a thousand slaves, right. and, and I could have freed, freed a thousand, thousand more if they didn't know they were slaves. That's Shout out line. to all you people hating on the rioters right now. That's some real bars right there. Yeah, though. that is serious bars. So they need to get, if they get that, bars. If they get that element up in that movie, I'm down for it. Anything else before we get out of here, Tatiana? Yo, we're going to be on the Rise TV again. Word, that's right. This Thursday, actually, when you hear this show, you need to tune in the Fan Bros Show on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you find us so you can hear where our segment will be airing. We'll be on with Shannon Lanier and... Lolo Ogunayake. Because I wasn't going to butcher her <laughs> beautiful name on this show. Yes. and um, We're going to be discussing the summer movies. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you wanted to reveal to them, but yeah, yeah we're going to be discussing yeah. the summer movies. Let them movies. know. So we're going to be on live and live in color on your TV screen. Hey, they're they're all syndicated on Centric now, right? Yes, they are. So we're going to be on TV, TV for real. Yeah, we're going to be on for real TV this time. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Big things happening. Keanu. So- Whoa. Yeah, so check us so, out Thursday. Yeah, do some like subliminal hand signals. I don't know. I'm gonna throw like, a third wall. Oh, like how people do the secret yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wink or do something like <laughs> Man, make a little a, Illuminati reference. Exactly. I thought the Vulcan the Vulcan uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, we can Vulcan do that. Peace on, yeah. So Thursday, check us on Arise TV. As always, check out fanbros.com. There is articles, reviews of Age of Ultron. 
various other editorials and great stuff on there. Mm-hmm. We are popping. The web store is popping. Fanbros shop is on fanbros.com. You can get all of our t-shirts there. We're going to be dropping some more even iller stuff in the near future. So stay tuned with us on fanbros.com. Also, this Friday night, if you're in New York City, you can catch me at Huckleberry Bar in Brooklyn. I'll be DJing. I'm also dropping a new mix this week. Uh, It'll actually be out by the time you hear this show. I love your mixes, by the way. Thank you very much. I'm really, really proud of this one coming out. So check this out. It'll be on Fan Bros and on DJBenAmin.com. Man, you know, that's it. Not much else left. Oh, I had I did this video segment on Astro Black Man. Oh, we're gonna put that on fanbros.com. Yes, we need to because the reactions on YouTube have been incredible to say the least. I, it's funny, yo. People see me and or hear me talking on this every week, but when I go off topic and talk something other than fanbros type material, <laughs> wow, <laughs> man, there are man. Wait till you see this video on fanbros.com and read the comments on the YouTube page, cause Lord have mercy. Shout out to Madame Noir for featuring me on that. Anything else before we get out of here, Kimsonian? Yo, Gorilla Grodd's going to be on The Flash next week. Wow. As in Gorilla Grodd? Yeah. yeah. Yo, you got to see the stills. No, you got to see the line when he first appeared. When he's dragging his dude away and he's like, oh my God. Like actual Gorilla Grodd? Yeah, 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 like, oh yeah. my God. And Grodd is like, oh. Not God. Grodd. Grodd. Every Tuesday, I'm like, get home. <laughs> Flash is really, really good. Yo, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you guys. Knocking down old ladies like, I got to get to my shit. (laughs) Yeah, but the fact that they play with time the way they do. They're murdering it. That's what I'm saying. The fact they went. They just just jumped into the deep pool. Like, here's the Flash mythos. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he was running through walls, and then he can't. I gotta, I gotta like, get, I gotta get on that. They gotta put it, hurry up and put it on Netflix so I can catch up. Yeah, or you do, cause that shit. Cause is. I'm, I'm and catching it's still first season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, yo, it's still first. Season. All first season. Is comic book canon at all? Is it just a TV show where, um, you, you, uh, Oliver's sister, like he calls her Speedy or whatever, and I know that's his sidekick. Like, is she supposed to be Speedy? Is his sister in the comic? No, I'm I mean, in not in the TV. Yeah, in the show. I don't yeah. watch the show. No, is, that, is, that, is that canon at all? Because no, no, I was like, canon. Speedy was a, du- a young no, no, dude. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, was a drug addict. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But uh, well, that's later. No, yeah. But I'm saying when I, when I when, so like I said, this was, this was like last year. But they have Arsenal on there. That's Red Arrow became Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Speedy becomes yeah. Red Arrow, then becomes right. Arsenal. That's what I know. But in this, like I said, his sister he calls her, her Speedy. Speedy. So I was okay, like, I think, yeah, that was just, is she yeah. supposed to? Nah. But neither show um, is canon to the comics. Yeah. But what they do is they morph canon from the comics yeah, into it. Into it. So like the what is it the the Flashpoint um, the five part se- the five issue series. I forget what it's called. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah. Flashpoint. Yeah. They, that's kind of what kicked off this last, like, the last maybe seven episodes, the idea of him traveling back and Trying I mean, to save his mom. Trying yeah. to save his mom. mom. I mean, that's the kind of the Flashpoint. whole thing. Yeah. That's Flashpoint. Yeah. Mm. So. And they're about to do Crisis probably next season, but that is to be completely So they different. take elements, but yeah. then flip it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right, right. Besides Daredevil, <laughs> that might be the best uh, TV show on, uh, you know, our superhero TV show in existence. So I'm so hyped for that. Word up. Fan Bros is lit. Fan Bros. Fan Bros.